0: I am Jane Dutton, we're going to be talking about the upside of failure at such an important hour, isn't it? I mean, I think every one of us has done something that we think, oh no, what a disaster. And I should imagine that many times out of that disaster comes something quite extraordinary that pushed you into a different part of your your brain, a different part of your skill set that you never thought you had. Uh, that's my own personal experience, and I suspect my guest Vaughan Cruiser has something similar. Vaughan, a very good afternoon to you, Vice President of Marketing for South African Breweries, a novice trumpeter who's blazed into the marketing scene and put South Africa onto the international stage.
1: Good afternoon. It's great to be here.
0: Did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> this is me. <laughs>
1: No, this was written by the the very competent team at M Sports. Um, so Kia and her team. So do you,
0: do you find it easy or hard? I mean, I can't write my own CV. I can't write those letters going, "I am marvelous, fantastic, yeah, clever, I, brilliant." Can you do that?
1: I recently had to do a a, a short bio for a uh, something I was involved in, and and I didn't have one, and I it took me hours to write this thing because it's it's so hard, uncomfortable. Isn't it? Yes,
0: because <laughs> you want to tell everyone how. What you can do, but then you're also a little yeah. embarrassed. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. Tell us about your your journey. I mean, how did you go from being a trumpet player, clearly not too good at one? Otherwise, you'd probably be standing on a stage somewhere to where you are today.
1: <laughs> no, m- music was a, a, a foundational thing in my life. Uh, it's something my mother nurtured in me. Um, and uh, so I was I was trained in, in music and, and piano and trumpets were my, my primary instruments. And... After finishing my marketing honors degree, I there were there was this four months of trying to find work and sending my CV and not getting any responses and and I got quite anxious and I thought, I want to start working I want to start doing something and a friend uh, got me an audition at the Barnyard Theatre and I ended up spending a year playing the trumpet in the barnyard, mm. uh, which was a lot of fun. It was a, a, a very exciting time. Yeah. I can imagine. Oh. But it's
0: also good weighing up what you know. I mean, I, uh, my mum was an actress, is an actress, and I thought that maybe I'd be pretty good at that. And then I thought, well, you're either really good at that or I would just keep waitressing tables, right? So there's a time in your life where you go, yeah. okay, I've got to make a... Yeah, change.
1: Yeah. There was always look. I always wanted to work in marketing. It is mm. something I really enjoyed and enjoyed studying. Um, so when the opportunity finally came to join Sab, um, it wasn't through marketing. Um, it was through the sales side of the organisation. But um, I literally went from Not the being b- an enthusiastic consumer from the, from the barnyard theatre straight into into the sales side of the organisation. Um, so that well, it was a good good moment.
0: Okay, I was going to go into your pedigree, but seeing as you and I both suffer from the same thing, how about you tell us what you've done, what you've achieved? We can work on those. (laughs) Come on. No, I
1: think, uh, look, it's been a a wonderful journey at SAB. Um, In fact, it's my 20 years anniversary at the organization. Congratulations. Which which was really special. Um, For me, the the biggest joy is, or actually I think the biggest accomplishment has been seeing how how healthy our brand portfolio is, and how well the company is performing, um, but also the the quality of our marketing team, you know the people I work with every day. Um, I work with an exceptional team of people who are who are very talented, very driven and and so passionate you know I, I spoke of my tenure, you know my team my my direct reports, and you know all of them are above ten fifteen years in the organization, so mm. th- that level of commitment and passion. I think is really special. You know?
0: All right, so this hour is all about failure and uh, how important it is to growing. So, uh, as a child, I mean, is there a failure that jumps out for you? Something that happened when you were growing up that might have changed your journey?
1: Look, I I think my my childhood was 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 really special. I mean, my I grew up with uh, in a house with four women. very strong women my mother and three sisters Uh, and they very I think they put me in my place so I think some lessons in humility were learned early on Um, but uh, I think the the first the first big lesson I think came at university at the time I was um, I was a a representative on the on the student council for men's residences Um, I had responsibilities on the house committee of of the, the res where I was staying and in my final year, we had a, a very important assignment as part of our final mark. And we, we, it was group work. We were six or seven in a team. And I was responsible for, for the final chapter of this document. And, and, uh, and I never submitted it. Um, uh, Why? The, the marks came out. And uh, one of the team members called me and said, I see we got zero for the assignment. Uh, which means that that's, we're under pressure. We might not pass that specific module of the course, and it it dawned on me that I'd never submitted this. Mm. This, um, and it was okay. a. It felt like the world was kind of imploding <laughs> around me. I remember calling my father, saying, "Dad, I've made a huge mistake. I think there's you know there's going to be consequences." And thankfully, I. I, I, went, I went to the head of the department, whom I had a great relationship with, and I'd, I'd, uh, I, I had a good reputation in, in, the, in the department. Uh, they were obviously furious at this, uh, and I explained to them that, look, this, now the whole team is suffering because of this thing that I did. If there, you know, here is the work. If, the, if there's anything you can do, is give me the zero, but at least let the team be assessed based on the quality of this collective work. Uh, they made me uh, appear in front of a like a panel and we and it was discussed at length and very gratefully they they did review the work and the team got the marks which they deserved mm. but it was a very expensive mistake and for me a real lesson in at that young time in my life in responsibility and accountability um you know and even i i I think I'm a little bit of a, a loss corp. uh my you know and and that that really taught taught me how to manage and juggle multiple things i i live in my diary i never miss a deadline i love to be well prepared for things i still have nightmares of that mm. of that day it had such a profound impact
0: and did you question why you didn't submit it i mean did you did you get down to the bottom of it within yourself
1: i it was a, a time when i had just a lot of the responsibilities and and Different things happening at at the student council, and a lot of socialising, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, music happening as well at that time. So it it was just yeah, a very a very poor mistake. Yeah, but
0: I I you know I, I was um, li- listening to you talking there obviously, and I was just thinking how important it is confronting that mistake or any mistake right and Mm. you would have grown by and I think it's the same in a relationship it's uh, the apprehension and the build-up that's the worst bit but often when you go to that person or whoever it is figure of authority and say listen I'm sorry Mm. this is what happened it's it's a lot easier than you imagined
1: Yeah, and that's true and I I think uh, again kudos to the you know to the the leadership of of that department Um, uh, many of whom I still have contact with and mm. that they could see the you know the bigger picture and allowed us to you know uh, g- g- gave us a get out of jail free card that day but, yeah,
0: and did know. your team forgive you but remove that sort of important <laughs> role from you going forward
1: yeah i know it it i was just very happy that that uh, they didn't have to suffer because of that mistake yeah
0: but another important lesson coming from that is the importance of deadlines
1: mm. yeah and i mean uh, I mean now a, a lot of my work um, has to do with very large and significant scale projects that that are all running concurrently and are at different uh, moments of their their development and i've over the years and I think with that lesson in mind I've become quite obsessed with time so I, I don't like being late for a meeting um, i I I'd like to, if I need to be somewhere, I try and be like an hour early. If I, mm. And it's, bec- it's become like, a, I think, a part of my character now. And it wasn't like that. I don't mm. think I was ever that, you know, concerned with, with deadlines and times. And mm. and, and, and thankfully, I, I was able to learn that um, over the years. And today, it really helps me a lot.
0: Mm. You know? I mean, deadlines are, are beautiful things. I, uh, you know, I couldn't exist without one. I work, as somebody said, my life is a beautiful mess, but when you have that deadline, everything comes, seems to come together, doesn't it? And if you don't have a deadline, then it's just this sort of amorphous kind of blob (laughs) banging around. Absolutely. We're going to play one of your songs, your favorite songs, Green Day, Good Riddance. Tell us why
1: you chose that. Look, uh, uh, the three songs I chose today, I think each represents an era uh, for me that, that song re- does represent those student days. Um, I it, it, they talk about the best times of your life. and and I remember while being at university, I don't know who told me this, but someone said um, that remember, Vaughan, this is the best time of your life. you really have to enjoy it. You've got mm-hmm. to experience it, go all in, do you know, do do this thing. And I remember and they say
0: that at school as well. And <laughs> and
1: you go, but that really? was, but that was actually my insight at the time, and, and it's a, it's become a mantra for my life. I believe that, I, well. This is what I told myself that mm. every phase I'm in, is the best phase of my life. Mm. So I'd, it wasn't just the, the university days. I then said when I start working, I will have, a bit more money. I will have um, a car, or I'll have. Mm. Um, and and I've, I I kind of, I still to this day, I, I live with that mantra that the time I have now, this moment, is the best time of your life. Mm. And then you try and think of the reasons why. <laughs> um, and uh, and that's that's what this song makes me think about. I
0: think that before we listen to it, I think that's a very good thing to do. It's that thing of being present. I had a fantastic guest yesterday who was talking about prayer beads yeah. and just saying that it's really good having something like that uh, that focuses you, that keeps you in the now. And he was just saying how you you look at people waiting for stuff and they're always on the phone rather than saying, you know, yeah. this is the moment. I'm in the moment. Mm. And if you celebrate every moment, yeah. fantastic, because moments change as well. So it doesn't mean that's a lesser moment just because it's different to the previous one.
1: Yeah. And and I think we spend a, a massive amount of time in our minds, either like regretting things from the past or worrying things in the future that will never come to fruition, mm. and and by by appreciating the the moments, and and I talk about moments as in the, this moment we're in right now, but also I guess that this phase of one's mm. life, mm. and and I I see both of those things as very very precious.
0: Okay, let's listen to that song. Mm-hmm. a new one for me thank you It's beautiful
1: that's a pleasure
0: how does how does it make you feel when you listen to it it's it?
1: very emotional it's like <laughs> <laughs> i could see that a lot, lots of good memories and uh yeah, you know, lots of fond friendships um so yeah very it's a good song and something quite different for that that band i mean they're essentially punk rock and oh. and their style is well, there's not is, much
0: punk rock in there and that
1: it? was just yeah it's such a different one i mean they have the beautiful orchestration there with the violins and it's really mm. yeah, poignant.
0: <laughs> so, fast forward to, to, to last year, to this year, and you've been voted by your peers named the top three most admired marketing professionals in South Africa in the age, Agency Scope 2023 20, Awards. And I mean, you, you haven't been in this role for, for that long. How does that make you feel, that sort of accolade? How important is that to success?
1: Look for me. The if, if in terms of the importance of that is, I hope that it that it makes um, young graduates aspire to come to the South African breweries. Uh, that for me is the the primary joy that I get out of it. Um, that yeah, that there's a place there that that is incredible. And uh, but you know, I think you do talk about the short time period. You know, I'm very blessed in that I work with all the best agencies in the country. Mm. And we have some incredible creative agencies in South Africa. And because I have such a wide portfolio of different brands, each of them work with a different agency, um, which means I get this amazing exposure to all this creative talent. And and I, I guess that, that's also helped profile me in a way that, mm. that I get to build relationships with the top creative people in the country. And it must be
0: fantastic, right? It, Brainstorming with creative minds.
1: You know, it, it is. It is the best thing. Um, a lot of my work is, you know, is resource allocation and budgets and yeah. and and the, the not so exciting things. But when I get to be in a boardroom with South Africa's most creative minds, um, that's when I'm really in a, in a, in my happy place. Yeah
0: and other failures that that come to mind i mean even small ones i mean how's that shaped your resilience your determination to
1: pursue goals <laughs> you know on this on this topic of of with the agencies and the creative work um in 2018 we we had to prepare a campaign for the fifa world cup uh, happening in russia unfortunately bafana had not qualified mm. uh, but we still had rights to this tournament and and we felt we we had to leverage these rights and we, I produced an, I was working on the Castle Lager brand at the time and I produced an advert, uh, which we never flighted, um, because it, it, it was completely off of the, the brand positioning, you know, Castle Lager is positioned. We use these archetypes and it's an every person brand. It is about belonging and, and, uh, we, we created a piece of film which was more like a jester. It was, it was really trying to be funny and and do something. It fe- it actually featured a uh, a whole range of very prominent sports stars, um, who who in a almost a, the the set was like a pleasantville musical with pastel colours, and they're singing uh, to the tune of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." how they're finishing their chores with a smile on their face uh, so that they can watch the football that evening so they're 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 mowing the lawn and scrubbing dishes and cleaning the bathrooms and be, all in anticipation of not having to, you know to miss the football and it was it was a beautiful production i mean we worked with uh, chloe kutsia who's a, an incredible director it was a, it was a beautiful project
0: Chloe with all the hair yes There's chloe yes <laughs> She's so, a hoot. So, Cl- Chloe and I have yeah. had
1: lots of fun in many adverts together. And, uh, in fact, we're working with, with uh, the Darling team right now on something. But um, mm. it, I remember when I showed it to, uh, to my boss, um, and she was a, a profound leader. She had a profound impact on my career. Mm. Um, and I, was, I felt so bad because she said, Vaughn, you know, we'll never flight this. This is so far off the tone of the brand. And and we'd spent all that money, done all that work. And we... we I mean, that sort of thing in the millions,
0: right?
1: Yes, yeah. they can be. <laughs> <laughs> they can be. And uh, it, it, that was a big, uh, a, a very big moment. And I, I felt terrible. I felt bad for disappointing her, but also for getting it so wrong.
0: And why do you like, think
1: you got it so wrong? I mean, what... <laughs> well, I think that the... the the biggest lesson there, and it's something I do to this day, is is I I was I, I, we progressed quite far into this project without sharing it with enough people. Mm. Um, it was almost like going solo kind of thing. We were in our you know the the team the small team that was working with me on on that at the time. We kind of had this vision of what it was going to look like, and we went in that direction, and it was it was completely the wrong direction. I actually watched it this morning. It's locked in a vault. Um, <laughs> we retrieved it from the vault and I watched it. Doesn't and doesn't
0: implode after you've and it's, it's a, it.
1: And it's a piece of art. I mean, Chloe, it is really a work of art and seeing these sports celebrities uh, doing, uh, it's a full on musical basically, mm-hmm. um, is a so beautiful I thing.
0: I'd like to see it. I, I'll, I'll, show, that.
1: I'll like show it to you. It. I mm-hmm. can't send it to you, but I'll show it to you. And, um yeah, and it, it, it. I just, I had to get have the right input and the right people looking at it. And to this day, when I when I'm doing big projects or difficult projects, things that carry a lot of risk uh, for the brands or for the, the the company reputation, we we share the load. You know, I make sure that I have the right advisors that I'm speaking to. Very. Uh, experienced people to guide and me. Did you
0: learn that off the back of that, that project that
1: was too small, too few of you making he, those sort of important decisions? Absolutely. And and now I feel confident in, you know, in these sometimes very like significant projects that we run because I know I have the right advisors um who who help me and and who guide me and yeah, because I think we were just kind of Going solo was, uh, was, was not a good idea. I think another lesson here is also the way that um, my, my boss managed that situation and in that while there were consequences, um, I, I was still, you know, given another chance. And I was like, it was get back on your feet and, and let's go, you know. Because what was her initial reaction? No, she, I mean, <laughs> the first time when we showed her the work, hmm. I think um, she, yeah, she would, she just said, "This is not going to fly. <laughs> We're not going to show this ever." <laughs> and we we would. But she
0: must have been quite shocked, calculating yeah. very quickly how much it cost. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. it was totally off point.
1: Yeah, it it was very very tough for me, and also for for me to disappoint her in that way. It was yeah, you know, it was a it was a very tough time. But but I very I really felt supported, and I think she understood that. You know, at the time we we had also set ourselves a goal as an organisation to become more creatively capable. Mm. Uh, we were not performing well creatively at the time. We wanted to lift the bar on our creative output, and and I think she appreciated the fact that we were pushing boundaries. And when you are doing work like that, and and work that we continue to do in this fashion, I think it's important to make people feel safe. Mm. And to have relationships where there's deep trust um, and candor and honesty that you can raise problems as they arise and discuss them.
0: Okay, we've got the news headlines coming up. I want to talk about this topic a little bit more afterwards about pushing boundaries and how important it is to try something different that might be a complete and utter failure. And I'm um, with Vaughan Cruz and, and just remember, if you want to get in touch with us, please do, but Mark is standing by with the news headlines. 702. The upside of failure. Proof that a setback can lead to a step forward. Okay, with me, Jane Dutton, we're talking about the upside of failure with Vaughan Cruiser, who's been sharing his ups and downs as he's gone from a musician, I'm sure you are still a musician, to a marketing guru. Um, You you touched on a a project that you'd submitted some time back. Um, It it was an absolute failure. You totally uh, missed the mark, hadn't read the room well. Um, And you'd learned about what your boss had taught you where did that position you when it came from a, a creative point of view I mean how important is it to explore even though you know it might not be in the right direction
1: yeah I think uh, I think i've i've learned a lot since those days and um, I, I've certainly improved the the way that I assess creative work to ensure the way um, you know how well it aligns with what that Brand is about and that has been a I think a big advancement since since that that very tough moment
0: Mm. So you are now the vice president of marketing of the South African breweries How important is a title like that like vice president? I mean does that add to your Perception of yourself within the work environment?
1: I I don't really mind um you know, the the title. In fact I find it quite a like a daunting title. I, I I sometimes say like I look after the brands. You know, someone asks me what do I do? I don't know, I'm the VP of marketing. Yes. I, I <laughs> like it's rather to, pretentious, doesn't I, it? I like to say that no, I look after I look after the brands because these brands you nurture them, you look after and you pass them on. These brands mm. are hundred and thirty years old. Um it's a it's a responsibility, one one that I take very seriously. The title means absolutely nothing. It's uh, it's it's the caretaker of the, the portfolio.
0: <laughs> you were talking a little earlier on about how, uh, you know, you would love it if people came and joined you because it's a great company to work at. How important is it to love the company you work in? And, I mean, this is obviously a, a self-explaining question, rhetorical question, I think. Well... I mean, it's probably
1: everything, right? <clears throat> but I, I don't know if everyone has that experience. No. I think work, having a work life that is fulfilling... And that you love and that you find purpose in, I, I don't know if it's always the rule and, and whether it's an exception, because I, mm. I hear different stories and I speak to people and i and i i've, I've and, and it's something I preach at <laughs> and I say preach deliberately at, at my uh, with my marketing team is if you don't come to work every day pinching yourself thinking, "Is this what i'm doing mm. what S-A-B? be making ads about beer, then, then, then maybe this is not the place for you. And mm. we have honest conversations with our team. say, so, look, if you're not loving this, then it might not be for you. Mm. And um, because I'm now, I guess, halfway through a career, um, and, and I look back over the last 20 years, and of course there are tough days and there are mm. tough moments. We discuss some of them. But, but, wow, what a life okay and and I, and I wish that for the people in my team, I wish that for the agencies that I work with mm. and loving the work, I think is a huge privilege, and it's something I consciously do.
0: Mm. I mean, I I can't imagine not enjoying your job. I I love presenting as well. I mean, it's just such a rush. I can't imagine because it consumes so much time of your life, right? Yes. Uh, And that obviously impacts on every other part of your life. Like your job impacts, I should imagine, on a lot of people who drink. Um, Mm. What is your message to people out there? Because you've got a responsibility, especially in a country like ours.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's a fundamental part of of my role is ensuring that that we communicate in a responsible way. Mm. And we uh I I sit on the board of a public benefit organization called SAB Shop which we created 2 years ago. Um and and that is our sole purpose um of of that organization. And we invest in um a, a few pillars that the, the First one being our responsible trader program, mm-hmm. where we audit our, our all of our licensed est- establishments. Uh, so we have done thirty thousand audits since twenty twenty one, and we have now managed to get them up to seventy eight percent compliance. These are things like not serving alcohol to underage uh, uh, people, making sure your license is visible, separate demarcated bathrooms. There's minimum requirements that we we set for the for responsible trading. Um, I talk about the the responsible communications, which mm. is a, another leg of of that uh, that work, um, and then also we have a project uh, with alcohol evidence centres. Uh, so we work with um, uh, the the metro police. Um, we have uh, we have these mobile alcohol evidence centres, and we've we've really been investing in these assets. They basically enable um, they they help the process of 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 getting a, a conviction in a drunk driving uh, case, mm. we've made ten thousand arrests this year through the the AEC that that we've invested in. This year, this year we've made ten thousand oh. arrests. So it it's something we're extremely serious about, and uh, because you know we we can also only operate in a thriving, healthy society. We mm. we our product is a product of moderation. Beer is a. Is a, is a lower alcohol product. It's a moderate, you know, uh, product of moderation. And we, we, we can only survive if we operate in a healthy society.
0: So, what would your message be to your children? For example, is it is it a similar message to that? What What would you my, say? My
1: children are still very young. Um, my daughter is ten. My son is five. Yeah, so but they this, learn
0: very quickly. So they
1: see. They watch what you do. Exactly. So my, I was going to say it's, it's not so much what I say, but what I do. I think that yes, that will yes. impact them in the long run. Um, but uh, but I think that yeah, the way they say, see me interact with beer um, and the way they see me, you know, live a life which is very much you know <laughs> invested in this uh, in the beer industry. Um, I want to set a good example for them. I want them mm. to, to be proud of, of what we do and and my work.
0: We've got a, a message from Dr. Philemon Mahuma who says, upside of failure, keep going, absolutely profound interview. I'm year- I'm learning to appreciate the vast diversity and enormity, which is the world of work. Thank you for that message. Lovely message. Um, it, it's lovely sharing, isn't it? So- something that you do. I mean, you realize most of us do our own job and that's all we know. And then when you get introduced to somebody else's world it's absolutely fascinating isn't it yes. especially when they love it one of the things that you do love is christine and the queens tilted
1: why oh you know, this this uh, always reminds me of the, the era when my um, when i my wife and i started our little family um, this song was, was just it, always seem to find its way on our playlist. We love this song. Mm. And I have a, it's interesting, I have a video of my daughter and I, where we are dancing to the song. And I'm, I'm, she's, she's like, I think she's like 18 months old at the time. And she's, um, doing these beautiful moves to the song. It's a, it's Mm. a really beautiful tune and we're dancing together and she's mimicking my actions. And we're basically doing like ballet. I'm like, I'm, doing jetés, and, and she's mimicking me. And uh, it's ironic. I was, so I was searching for this video this morning, um, you know, because uh, I, I wanted to talk about that memory, and I looked at the date on the video, and it's today's date. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was this day, like, eight years ago. The synchronicity it was there. So, Lovely. It was so, wow. yeah, it was such a beautiful be. coincidence. <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy this song now.
0: I'm in my right place. Another beautiful song. I can see you doing that with your daughter. In fact, you were giving us a little jig here, little area. <laughs> uh, we've got a little break, and uh, well, not a break. We've got some important information. We're going to be talking to you more afterwards. 702. The Upside of Failure. Proof that a setback can lead to a step forward. I'm talking to Vaughan Cruiser, Vice President of Marketing. For South African breweries, we've discussed certain setbacks. Uh, what have you learned going forward from the mistakes that you've made and the way your boss at that stage and one of your lecturers handled it? How do you deal with people in your team who make a mistake?
1: Yes, absolutely. We, you know, I mentioned earlier that the kind of work that we're doing is often really pushing boundaries, and um, I mean, we recently did a. Uh, a project where we used spent grain to to make bread with, and you know, big impact on the whole supply chain and trying to think, figure these things out. And, and uh, but then, in the process, we you know we um, we often come to many obstacles, many risks. Uh, we have yeah, some. I mean, we in a, the social media era, you have you have uh, immediate feedback on things. You know, from from Consumers or, or people in the industry and i I think we on a very practical note we have a uh, we have a, a a group called the collective um, it is a it is a a group that we have set up uh, at our office uh, they we convene every two weeks and we review the work with the brand teams before before anything goes and goes out gets out there um, they it's made up of a body of experts um, in, across the industry, legal, corporate affairs, marketing, social media experts. And and they, I think, empower us to to take risks, to look at work and say, okay, these are the risks with this piece of work. These are the things you might not have seen in the while you yeah, were but developing. There's a
0: difference between a risk to making a complete botch up in your yes. team, right? So, I mean, how yeah. do you tackle that? Do you, do you shout at them? Do you say, come on?
1: I like based what on, you tried, but yeah, based on my experience, um, that the the things that are the mistakes, the things that go wrong, are the things that you learn the most from, mm. and those are the things that shape you and give you, you know, make you into a, a much more formidable and and rounded uh, professional. And I think um, my team. Well, I hope they feel that way, but that they that they have my support and that that I that I back their decisions and that we're in it together. Really, <laughs> I mean, we're really in it together.
0: We've got little time, but I know you want to speak about Jeremy Loops and yeah. what it means in your life and yeah. when it comes to failure and success and yeah, the, all of those emotions.
1: Yeah, this um, this last song. Um, we have a we have an annual convention at SAB. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. We all get together and. We share, you know, the, the year's work and, and our whole sales organization is there. And I've, over the last few years, I've used the platform to, to, uh, to sing and perform because and, and I have this platform and I, 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 I love to, you know, keep that musical aspect of my life going. And this year I thought, I, I don't want to just do the same old thing. And I managed to convince my, my team, uh, 40 of us actually, to sing as a choir And uh, so over the last five weeks, there's been a very intense rehearsing uh, with our choir leader, uh, Peter Besaidnot. And the team actually performed on Wednesday evening uh, this week Mm. in the Sun City Super Bowl for a thousand colleagues. Wow. And this this is the song they sang. It's a a beautiful song by Jeremy Loops. We we sang three songs, but this was the opener. Okay. Um, And uh, it was just a very special moment. It was one of those... Wow, this is the, you get the team you deserve, and uh, and I'm very proud of my team. We had gotta keep
0: your up. Lovely song, better together. I mean, good message there. Uh, two things I wanna know from you before we finish. How important social responsibility comes into any sort of business and how you work failure into that? How are you going to take any failures that you've made going forward in your message?
1: Social responsibility, I think is, is something that needs to be naturally connected to what your core business is. Mm. And, um, we, we recently com- uh, not completed, but we recently had the first harvest, uh, of our, uh, f- off of our lime farm in Hoodspray, uh the Molateli Community Trust. Uh, f- about five five years ago, we realised we don't have enough limes to serve our Corona uh, beer, mm. um, and uh, we we uh, partnered with uh, uh, um, Kumati and the Molateli Trust. We invested 19 million rand into setting up a farm, and uh, we are now the largest lime producer in the country. Um, and, and that, that is, for, to me, is a beautiful example. Uh, we've, we've just harvested a million limes. It supports 1,600 families in the Molotele Trust. And that is, for me, is social responsibility. It's doing something that benefits our organization but benefits the communities in which we operate.
0: And we've all got to go that route. We've run out of time. Born Cruiser, thank you very much for coming in.
1: Thank you very much
0: for having me.